0: Hey, good morning. We're so glad you could join us today. This is going to be uh, much shorter today than usual. Some of you are like, oh, why don't you say that every week? We wish you were all shorter. But no, we wanna, we know this is a busy time and also an opportunity just to be around or to try and spend some time with others. So we're going to be a bit shorter. But I just really wanted to pick up on one thing, and that's our need to reflect and to respond, to reflect and to respond. This time of year is often... Uh, a point of reflection, we'd do well for it to be that to make space and time to reflect and um, to ask ourselves some questions, how am I growing? I've often found the acronym really helpful Grow, just taking the first letter of each word and and using it to to reflect on a number of points giving relationships, outreach, and worship grow giving relationships outreach and worship but you could look at many things you could ask yourself many questions you know over this last year how have i grown as i reflect on those four or whatever it might be how have i developed have i been stretched are there things that i could have been or should have been how might i live differently how might i invest in some of those things to reflect on them and seek to have them become more evident more healthy and more fruitful in my life let me just frame this briefly around a conversation around luke chapter 10 verse 17 to 20 and it says this the 72 returned with joy saying lord even the demons are subject to us in your name and he said to them i saw satan fall like lightning from heaven behold i have given you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing Shall hurt you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice in this that the spirits are subject to you, but rejoice that your names are written in heaven. You know, Jesus had just sent out the 70 workers and they've just returned to him and they share with Jesus what had happened. They're buzzing. It's a bit of an understatement, but they're share, sharing how power has flowed out of them and through them, and all of the fruit, all of the change, and the impact that it's made as a result. It says, it says in the passage, they returned with joy, saying, "Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name." You know, they've seen the extension of the kingdom, they've seen the the practicalities of living out a kingdom life. It's a powerful moment. There's a powerful story celebrating that. And Jesus helps them to reflect on what happened. He rejoiced with them and he affirmed their authority over the enemy. And he said to them, I saw Satan fall like lightning. Behold, I have given you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and over the power of the enemy and nothing shall hurt you. You know, reflection is so helpful. I'd encourage you, don't just roll into 2021. Take some time to reflect. There is so much to take stock over. Honestly, be honest with yourself. What does it look like for you? How has the pandemic affected you? Don't just brush it off. It will have, you know, financially, relationally, spiritually, emotionally. Reflect on it. Take some time to ponder it. What have been some of the positives? What have been What's been the cost to you? What's been the areas that, if we're not careful without reflect on it, we might carry them forward? You know, some of the frustrations, the irritations, or the potential scar tissue that unless we resolve it and understand it and process it and reflect on it, we're going to accidentally take it into the next season of our lives. Emotional intelligence is so important as we grow and we, as we become disciples of Jesus what can you celebrate you know sometimes we can get so caught in the cycle of pain that we're lost in that rather than finding and celebrating the joy there will have been things that even though maybe you might say it was with gritted teeth that you can find purpose in the pain there is so often purpose in pain By reflecting, we can dig for it, we can maximise it, we can give God glory and we can seek to be moulded and shaped and changed more into his likeness, learning to um, gain and understand all that we can from it rather than just enduring it and merely letting it pass us by. Jesus didn't stop, you know, with with the 70 reflecting and rejoicing. He tried to press them into more. He wanted them to see and to understand a wider perspective and picture. He says in verse 20, he said, nevertheless, do not rejoice in this. That's the spirits are subject to you, but rejoice that your names are written in heaven. You know, he's tried to open them up to something wider than all that they're currently seeing. Practice doesn't make perfect. Practice with evaluation makes perfect. You know, in this passage, as we look at it, we see the master mentor, Jesus, who evaluated what had happened. He guided their learning so that they could learn lessons. He helped them assess and have some kind of takeaway from the value of their experience. We have to reflect and then we respond. We have to plan and we have to plan so that we can prepare for what is ahead. You know, what's the, what's the last year looked like? And and therefore, now what? How does that change Can I ask you, how is the Father speaking to you? What is he saying? How can you see and seek the Father's voice on some of the moments and times of this last year for you? Take some time out. How are the fruits of the Spirit being revealed in greater measure your life it's often when we don't reflect that we don't change because we don't maximize the potential you know make a plan make a plan this year this coming year to read more of your Bible if you don't you won't take some time to reflect and then respond to what you've reflected on just because we've been through something doesn't mean that we learn from it we have to choose to learn from our experiences whether it was a good experience or a more painful one? To actively consider and to reflect. How how have you lived out faith? How have you sought out to live out faith and to be in places and take risk? How much time have you spent with Jesus? How much time journaling and praying and listening? What what do you do with your time? Do you spend it healthfully? Is it that you're, what, it, what is it that, that is growing you and shaping you and speaking into you? And is that healthy? Who is it that has a voice into your life? Who are you pouring time and energy and resources into? Who's your Timothy that is on the journey with you that you're mentoring and disciple? You know, where did this year catch you off guard? Where did it expose your roots? Is there anything that you need to do about that? This coming year, we want to be people that are more like Jesus. I believe that the best thing you could do for yourself, the church and the city is to become a more Holy Spirit filled you. And to do that, you're going to need to reflect and respond. You know, I often uh, personally, I reflect on some of the questions that John Wesley asked in the in the 1720s to a group of people that he was invested in and i'm just going to finish this morning i said it'd be brief it will be brief i want to finish just by sharing some of them you might find it helpful just to think of a few of them to reflect on a few of them to carry some of them into the next year with you which which are the ones that jump out on you or the ones where you need to spend some attention i'm going to rattle through them but you could always come back to this as a recording or a podcast and 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 consider them with a bit more time. But firstly, am I consciously or unconsciously creating the impression that I am better than I really am? In other words, am I a hypocrite? (laughs) Challenging first question, eh? Secondly, do I confidentially pass on to others what has been said to me in confidence? You know, good good question. I guess ultimately it's asking, are we are we gossiping? Thirdly, can I be trusted? Fourth, am I a slave to dress, friends, work, or habits? You know, do we have idols in our lives? The fifth, am I self conscious, self pitying, or self justifying? Hey, you know, we're only on five, it doesn't get any easier. Six, did the Bible live in me today? Are we living out what we read we don't want to just have head knowledge one of a heart that is responsive to what's been asked of us seven do i give the bible time to speak to me every day that was what i was saying part of the challenge is do we read it it's how the father wants to speak to us one of the predominant ways and speak through us and to us and shape us Eight, am i enjoying prayer do you need a new rhythm a new time a new frost a new desire to step into that nine when did i last speak to someone else of my faith we're called to be salt and light a city on a hill a light on a stand we want to be people who share it is this a year can i just encourage you to consider that how has it look in your family your workplace your neighborhood how are you sharing your faith ten do i pray about the money i spend hey do we we, do, do we just spend money without thinking about how that's profitable for the kingdom, what the father might have to say about it. 11. Do I get to bed on time and get up on time? That's not been legalistic, but I do think there's a a major part of a discipline that is healthy for our minds and our hearts in that. 12. Do I disobey God in anything? Good question to reflect on. Thirteen, do I insist upon doing something about which my conscious is in is in is uneasy you know often the 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 spirit of God shapes us and challenges and speaks for our conscious as we numb to that and we harden that we lessen what he can do and we start to create strongholds that are really not wise or beneficial for us what' what is in us currently that our conscious feels uneasy about 14. Am I defeated in any part of my life? It's often a way and an angle that the enemy starts to get a foothold through. It's powerful. 15. Am I jealous, impure, critical, irritable, touchy, or distrustful? (laughs) Just in the last half an hour. You don't know. But it's worth reflecting on. 16. How do I spend my spare time? What's that going to look like in the year ahead? How do you spend your time? How do you invest that? 17, am I proud? God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble. We want the grace of God. We don't want to be opposed by God. We want to root out and deal with pride in our lives. 18, do I thank God that I'm not as other people, especially as the Pharisees who despised the publican? 19. Is there anyone whom I fear, dislike, disown, criticise, hold resentment towards or disregard? If so, what am I doing about it? Again, all things the enemy would seek to... If he can't destroy us, he'll distract us and he'll distract us through some of those things and it will lead to a root of bitterness. 20. Do I grumble or complain Complain constantly? Challenging our attitudes and behaviours. 21 is christ real to me can i ask you can i ask you that would it be that jesus would be real to you this year ahead that he would shape your life that you'd have a living active relationship just a few things 21 things real quick i could give you more if it's helpful but a few things to reflect on and respond to as we approach this coming year i know this time of year can be be actually quite painful for a number of you can i say this that i believe there is freedom and and there is favor in this you can't change others but you can change yourself i want to say go again present yourself again before the father we hope and we pray that you would see and you would know more of jesus as you walk into this new year and we do so together we love you we're for you and we're praying for you we'll see you soon bless you